Well, I'm excited to welcome back someone who was here just a couple weeks ago, but that was before he took this trip that he's going to be talking about, where he saw some some of the, the fire of, of God, basically, uh, on a group of folks down at Asbury University. Anyhow, we welcome back Jeff Eckert. Jeff, thanks for coming back with us today. Hey, good to see you. Good to be here. And I do see palm trees in your background. You're definitely not in Michigan, right? I'm not in Michigan right now, but it won't be long. I'll be back. <laughs> you do not trust me. I have not seen a palm tree in Michigan, and there's no leaves on trees in Michigan right now. So anyhow, no. yeah, just again, <clears throat> to remind our dear friends, Jeff lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but he's obviously not there right now. But uh, he's got a wife, Arianna. They have three daughters. He's the lead pastor of Daybreak Church, the founder and CEO of a ministry called Never the Same, which is a national youth ministry. Also serves as chairman of the executive board of the National Day of Prayer, and recently was named the leader of America's National Prayer Committee. So again, Jeff, uh, man, you, you're into prayer big time, aren't you? We're going to talk about that a yeah. little bit. What? What? Yeah. Let me just start. Let just me ask that question. What? What is it about prayer that motivates you? That 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 gets you excited? That that drives you? That draws you in that direction? It just seems like the more I get into it, it's the more I realize I don't know about it. That's it's fascinating to me, uh-huh. and I I've just seen it do so many things. But what it's done, you know, it's just every layer you get to, it's like a whole nother world. And I think it's just like, I can't even describe, but the more I've experienced it, the more I just, it's like walking into a whole new world. Like if you, in your science fiction movie and you just land on another world, you see totally different things, you know. And I, what I've learned is that the more you progress in your life with the Lord and your prayer life that goes right along with that, the more you realize that it becomes less about you, more about him, more about others. And so what that's done to change me has been really the most intriguing and amazing thing. That's neat. In fact, I, you know, I've heard it said, and I think it's true. It's Regarding Bible reading, the more you read the Bible, the more you want to read the Bible, the less you read the Bible, the less you want to. Um, and also prayer, I think it's a similar thing. The less you pray, the less you want to. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the opposite of, of eating. When you're hungry, you want to eat. When you're full, you don't want to eat. But it's just the opposite in these spiritual areas. And I'm growing. I, You know, every time I speak on the subject of prayer, I always ask the, the audience, I said, how many of you are satisfied with your prayer life? Nobody, including me, raises their hand. This is kind of yeah. interesting. I mean, we're all in process, but obviously you've right. you've come a, a long distance from where you started, and and I dare say you're ahead of me in this this regard. But but it it really is a sweet thing. But anyhow, I want to get into Asbury. You after the last time we spoke, you're you're going to head down to Asbury University, and you did, and you walked in that big room where everybody's you know the young people and others from all over the world basically. Coming yeah. together, what, describe it. What 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 you what do you experience? I had the opportunity to be there twice, and it was incredible. I was there on day four. Okay, so that would have been February eleventh. Then yep. I went back on the twenty third. I went, um, just kind of spur of the moment impromptu. We were in Indiana on the tenth, taking our daughter to college visit. So we, my wife and I, and our youngest daughter Sophia, we decided to go there. And we walked in, and in the beginning, it felt like you're walking in 
it felt like you're kind of intruding on this really holy moment, wow. but then it didn't take long a few minutes later that you just settled into what was happening and our hearts just were drawn right in. And it was Randy, it was the most amazing thing. The thing, the most common word that I've heard, and it definitely was our experience. My experience was peaceful. Wow. It was just a peaceful environment and atmosphere. And I think that's interesting that God is bringing this awakening to a very anxious generation that he's bringing this peaceful moment. My daughter heard someone describe it this way, that when Jesus was baptized, it said the spirit descended like a dove. And that was such a great way of describing that it felt like a dove just landed in that room and it was just peaceful Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. flowed. It, there was never an awkward moment. We were there for about three or four hours that first time. Okay. And again, this was kind of new. There were a few people from the outside coming in. We didn't wait. We just walked right in. Sure, we sure. got, there oh, were okay. seats there. Oh, good. It was a, it was a Saturday afternoon okay. going into the evening when we uh-huh. were there. And um, so there wasn't a lot of people, you know, getting there quite yet, but it was starting to happen. And we saw some friends there uh-huh. from the outside, but um, you know, I, I tell you what I thought was so beautiful was how it was led by students. But then there was this group of elders that were there mm-hmm. from the community and from the campus that were guiding them. And okay. I thought that really was a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful expression of revival and what the church is. We're a multi-generational expression yeah. of faith. And uh-huh. so to be able to see that, what I heard when I was there the first time, was that about every two hours, informally, this group of elders would 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 gather to the side there in the room, and they would kind of discern what they sensed God was doing. Okay, they would kind of bounce that off of the some of the college students that were leading up front, and they just kind of decided together. But but what a great way to do that! It was a it was a it was a both both and with both. But but seeing the students up there was really. I think the most encouraging, no words, all acoustic instruments, incredible, no lights, no smoke. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So you experience peace, um, people sharing testimonies, sharing, uh, you know, prayer. Is it what, what was actually happening during those uh, three to four hours on your first visit? I mean, you, you, they were singing, I presume, prayer. Yeah, I would, yeah probably. About two thirds to seventy five percent was worship singing. Okay. okay, and then about the uh, the other part, a little bit of speaking, but then yeah. group prayer, individual prayer, guided prayer from the front. So okay. Okay. someone came up and shared for a few minutes, and in the spirit of what was happening, the person that got up there, I, I met him later. He's actually a credible leader. Mm-hmm. But he stood up, he started to talk, didn't introduce himself. He said, you don't know my name. I don't know yours. It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. about us and about yeah. names. And sure. That really, yeah. that really, I think, marked the okay. mm-hmm. what was happening is that it was nameless. It was faithless. Okay. People, uh, you know, a friend of mine, Bill Eliff, a pastor, uh, spoke at, you know, the collegiate day of prayer. And, uh, you know, he was he was there multiple times as well. He, he uses the term the manifest presence of Christ. Does, does that ring a bell with you as far as what you experienced? Was it was it a a different than normal prayer sense uh, in you? 
Yes, it, it was. It definitely was. And I would say, I'm sure like you, Randy, throughout the years, I've been a part of some really special moments yes. where, where God was clearly leading. This was different for sure. This was, this was at a level where there were just, it would go in waves there. Ooh. It would just, it would just build. I would say the interesting thing just was how consistent the energy was that, okay. that there were times of, of more reflective, um, more of a reflective atmosphere in prayer and worship, but then it would build and crescendo and then kind of come and go. And I think that the manifest presence as, as Bill called yes. it definitely was the case because you go in there and time stood still. We, we, we were like, wow, we, you know, lost track of time and there was such a draw. We didn't want to leave. Oh, and okay. and th- there was a, just an overwhelming sense of the glory and the goodness of God there. Oh, that's special. Ooh. So then you went back on the 23rd, any contrast or was it virtually the same that you experienced on the 11th? Well, the 23rd was really interesting because the 200th anniversary of the collegiate day of prayer was February 23rd. That's right. Yeah. And they had scheduled to be, do the live broadcast in there for about a year, almost a year ahead. Yeah. In God's perfect timing on the 23rd. Yeah. (laughs) This happens and. So I was invited to go and it was just an honor and, and, uh, and to be able to watch it, but boy, the worship continued. There's a little bit of instruction about there's going to be this live broadcast. that's going to start, but there was never an official, hmm. uh, beginning to it. People, we just singing and it went right into it. The broadcast started, the worship continued the prayer yep. and there were some segments, but the energy yeah. just built and crescendo. Now, one of the things that was interesting to me was, to know that they had decided that that broadcast would be the end of the official gatherings there. So I was curious how that would go, but it really, I mean, I would say it was probably 75 to 80% college kids in there. Mm -hmm. And, and man, it was just building and building and building. And we had one of our own, um, Brennan Joseph, um, who, uh, leads um met by love he's in grand rapids okay uh kid and he's a cornerstone university student Uh and to see him up there on the platform was was fun and one of our own students from our camp was able to go up and share aj Uh from ohio but just those students and their energy um it was it was overwhelming Uh to be in there that's so good that's so good what do you feel? I mean, we've heard stories of kind of a ripple effect, other campuses being touched. Do you have an overall sense of, is, is it kind of confined, you know, and it's kind of going to die out now or where's this going? Do you have any sense of that, uh, Jeff? My optimism uh, definitely says there's something different here. Um, I would say that my sense is, and I just talked with a with a with a friend um, this morning that was part of the Jesus movement. He's now in his set, late seventies, and okay. he said he wow. said Jeff, this is this is marked in much the same way. Yep. And I personally believe that the out the outpouring, the spilling over, is happening. We're hearing it. You're hearing it. It's all over the world. It's happening yeah. everywhere. It happened. Yep. In, it affected our church at daybreak. It's affecting churches in West Michigan. I know across the world. Oh. 
and campuses, churches, unique things are happening. And the timing to me is something I always pay attention to. February 8th, we had this chapel that started. February 23rd was the Collegiate Day of Prayer that was scheduled to be. February 24th, the Jesus Revolution movie comes out. In fact, Which, we saw it. Have you seen it, by the way? Have you been able no, to see it? No, but, but you you'll, can you'll tell like me it. about it. I you mean, will like I've it, heard buddy. But it is amazing, a, yeah. the coincidence, quote, unquote, you yeah. know, under God's sovereignty of these things yeah. happening. It's amazing, really. It is. I just think that, to me, is like a, a heavenly marker for yeah. it, to me. And I look at the the wow. convergence of things and timing. So, to yeah. me, that that's how I, I kind of yeah. look at well, I works pray so. I mean, we desperately, I mean, what do we deserve as a nation, you know, with, with abortion and pornography and immorality and, and confusion about gender and all the other stuff? I mean, seriously, you think of cities like Sodom and Gomorrah and other sorts of mm-hmm. things that were under the judge. We deserve the judgment of God. Yeah. And yet he is a merciful God. And, yeah. uh, he seems to be doing something here, and I just praise him for that. And we got to keep praying, obeying, listening to the yeah. Spirit, obeying as he leads us. And, you know, you in a leadership position and in a number of prayer efforts and so on, you know, it's, we need to keep praying for you and others like you to have that courage and wisdom and and love that, that's needed to, well, what's the next steps to take? And pastors around the country, uh, you know, Bill Aleph shared, he said that, uh, that you know the the 1970 thing grew and then it kind of d- diminished maybe before it should have because again there was pushback. Yeah, you notice that actually in the campus he didn't go to Asbury but he went to an, a, a similar uh, Christian campus and the president at that time just kind of put an end to it abruptly and it could have grown and so anyhow, yeah, wisdom. We don't want to be crazy. We want to keep our eyes on Jesus, not the not the phenomenon, the reviver, yeah. not the revival, and uh, and and those sorts of things. And the unity, you know, the, we know the enemy will do everything he can to stop it. Yeah, that's right. So we right. need to keep praying for wisdom and courage and so on. So, other comments yeah. you want to make? Yeah. Well, I I you know I I was thinking about that um, at the end of the the meetings there at Asbury thinking about Matthew 17. And I think for a lot of us that have been praying and people watching this that are really interested in this and their uh-huh. intercessors and asking for revival, I think uh-huh. it, there does come that moment when in Matthew 17, they're up there, Peter, James, and John with Jesus and they're mm. um, experience the glory of God his yeah. manifest presence. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And Peter's like, all right, we're staying here. We're camping out. And Jesus' instructions are interesting. It's like, no, we got to go back. We got to go back down and live this out. And I think that's the charge now. And and I think, Randy, what you said, too, is that we we can't quench. We do need to be praying for wisdom for leaders and, and unity. There have been these people that have been critical of it. And I, I just choose personally to never really criticize something unless I really, really feel deeply convicted about it because I don't know everything. And that's what I encourage anyone that's discouraged by the, by the, the critics, just let that roll off your back and keep going forward. And, um, you know, I would say this too, Randy, as I was thinking about our time, just how grateful I am for the work that you're doing in West Michigan and, for those of us in the West Michigan area, you know, it's interesting. We live in a very unique 
mm-hmm. uh, culture and place. And, you know, God wants to bring unity. And I think the work that you're doing is so important to do that. And I just want to encourage everyone that's a part of the Grand Awakening meetings. It's it's crazy, but almost it seems like almost everyone I'm gone or unavailable, but, um, but I've been to some, I plan on going when I'm home, but you know, Randy, that the work is so important. And I think what's happening there and what you're leading us in our area to contend for is, is really important because I think West Michigan holds a unique key for a lot of things Mm -hmm. and God has sent you for a very strategic work. So I just want to encourage you and everyone involved in what you're doing. It's really important. Right. Well, we, we meet uh, 7 PM on the first Thursday of every month. Um, And we, you know, we get people from a dozen to two dozen different churches coming together to pray. Uh, But uh, it would be great to see those numbers grow and the number of congregations, you know, part of this and just the, the unity and so on that, that we need to have and the prayer we need to have. So yeah, appreciate it so much, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So I wonder, uh, again, unless you got something else you want to add, you could close us in prayer and, and pray toward that end. Sure, sure. And I'll close by reading this scripture um, Please do. That, yes. that a student quoted from uh, Ed Asbury. And I think it just fits so well. Okay. Habakkuk one five. The Lord oh, replied, I "Look, I love it. Look, yeah, look around at the nations. Look and be amazed, for I am doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe, even if someone told you about it." <laughs> Father, thank you for um, that word and what you are saying to us today. What you're saying to this generation and Lord, we are just so humbled. Randy mentioned that, Lord, that your grace that is poured out through this and your mercy that, that undergirds it, uh, not giving us what we deserve and giving us something we don't deserve your grace. Yes. Lord, we're grateful for that. Lord, we're grateful for that, that manifest presence that has gone in, in these jars of clay out to the world that have been there, the hundred thousand that stood in use auditorium. But more importantly, um, through the millions, even over a billion people that have been impacted through technology. Lord, this we live in an incredible time. I believe in the last few weeks, Lord, it just seems like the tide has turned in a unique way. But Lord, we continue, as, as Randy said, we seek the reviver, not the revival. Lord, keep our eyes focused on you. And Lord, may may we continue to bring out the the truth and the the answer to your prayer in John 17 that we would be one amen and how we respond to this lord in Jesus name amen amen jeff thank you my brother thank yeah. you for what you do i do again i encourage our listeners watchers to keep praying for you we know the you. enemy attacks leaders and uh, just to yeah. protect you lead you guide you and may God bring that incredible revival to his church, leading to a great spiritual awakening that, that draws millions and millions into faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Jeff. God bless Thanks, you, Randy. Brother. Good to see you. You too. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.